Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, and welcome back to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with Brian Baker. Hello. How are you? Amazing. Oh, that's good. Yes. Too bad we're not going to talk about you just yet, but we will. We'll get to that. Um, So typically you don't know what we're talking about until I tell you what it is. Correct. So do you know what this one is? Something got roadblocks and detours. Yeah. So um, one of our PD friends' wives told me about this story, and I thought it was really interesting, and she thought it would be a great episode for a podcast, and I agreed. So So you made it happen. I'm making making it happen. That's what we do. If you have an idea, just bring it along. So I'm going to read it from the computer, and then I'll shut my computer so I can have a conversation. Okay. Um, She said, Parkinson's should be looked at as a detour in life, not a roadblock. She gave the example of a trip, and I think it's from a story that she heard um, that related to another disease. Uh, Imagine you had a wonderful family trip planned to Italy for a month. You had dinner plans, hotels were booked, tours were scheduled, everything was ready. But instead of the plane, can't speak, plane landing in Italy, it landed in Australia. And you had to stay the entire month. Would you sit at the airport the entire month? and say, oh, woe is me, poor me. I really hope not. You would probably spend a few hours, if not days, trying to figure out if you could get to Italy. But once you realize there's no way out, you start to replan your trip and hopefully find things along that trip that you can enjoy. What do you think? I think we should not travel. I think we should stay here in the United States. Okay, you need to speak up. And <laughs> we should not travel. We should we should stay here in the United States. No. So do you get what that story is trying no, to tell? No, I, I get what the okay. story is trying so to tell. So it's showing that just like Parkinson's, there are things in life that can be just a detour in life. So a lot of people, I think, when they're first diagnosed, think of Parkinson's as a complete roadblock, a stop. They don't know how to get past it. Right, but we gotta find our way in Australia. <laughs> yeah, can you do that? Yes. So, how do you think? Like, is this something? I know I'm not gonna say. Is this something that would help you? Because you just seem to drive right past after you were diagnosed. But those that we have learned and, and hear stories of that they get really stuck in this. I don't know what to do, or I. I don't want to do these things to help myself. I don't want to take medication. Maybe they're not medication type people or they don't want an exercise, like whatever. Like, how do you think this would, would this help them? What we were talking about right before this podcast is a roadblock leads to detours. So you can look at it and say, this is a a roadblock, but you can't stay there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to open up anytime soon. So you got to look for the detours. You got to turn around. Right. So what, what would you say were, how did you detour? Um, my workouts, going from the basic general gym to Parkinson's workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 
can't say diet because I haven't changed my diet at all. I haven't either. I know. I've had brain surgery, but I, won't, I, won't, I refuse to change my diet. They told you to after no. you had your surgery? No, but I just said, I'm like, I, I will go have brain surgery, but I won't change my oh, diet. Oh, like, that you will do one and not the other. Yeah. yeah. But, diet seems a little bit easier. Yeah, but. I don't know. Um, no, I think it's just, I think it's, you know, it's kind of, I've always looked at it like you got to play the hand you're dealt. I like to play poker and cards and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, you, you know, you got to play the hand you're dealt. You got to work with it, roll with it, change whatever has to be changed. And So what do you think stops people like in our, because they're again, scared. I, they're scared. Of of what of the diagnosis what it means what they think yeah. it means yeah. or really what it means what what they think it means what maybe maybe what they saw their parents or grandparents go through aunts <clears> uncles <throat> versus what today's technology is out is can do for them so i was actually talking to somebody at the gym today and i actually used that phrase of you know i i wish we could put out somewhere that telling people this isn't your grandpa's parkinson's, parkinson's. Right? Because think of your grandparents, and even those that are older than us, their grandparents especially, how many years ago was that that they had Parkinson's or their their older neighbor or just people that they remember along their life? And they didn't have, um, my friend Erica tells me all the time, she's like, the medications are different. You know, her doctor said um, to her, I know your mom had Parkinson's, but therapies are different. There's different medications. There's different ways now that we know that we can help you through exercise and, and OT, PT, and all that stuff. What? I, I was just thinking of a story that actually I could diagnose. A, a person that I worked with said, oh, my grandfather had Parkinson's. He just turned into a shell of a man until he finally passed away. And I was like, he's like, uh, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was like, uh, thanks. <clears throat> but I think actually a lot of people hear those stories. Right. and. And even I was telling a friend of mine, I may have said it on this too, but um, people will always tell you right away who they knew and that that person died. And they usually always say like, oh, my father, my grandfather died from Parkinson's. Yeah. And the first thing, if you look it up, it says you cannot die from Parkinson's. You can die die, you just with die with that. it. Yes. And I understand that there's ways in which people could have Parkinson's affect the way that they passed. Um, but I think saying that right away clears the table because almost everybody that I have become connected with that are young, no matter what, even though it, it's not like a known thing of people dying from with Parkinson's, that's the first thing you think of. Right. Am I going to die a lot sooner? And yeah. you're not. I mean, it's just like, any, I think it's just like any kind of other kind of major diagnosis like what's my mm-hmm. immortality is taken yeah. away then well and um you know when, when we're 17 18 19 20 seven years old yeah you're invincible you do everything stupid yeah. and all of a sudden you turn 40 and you have parkinson's you're like oh i'm gonna die yeah <laughs> but we're not no well we're gonna die eventually we're gonna die eventually and that's actually what i told my kids and i think at one point my mom probably got mad at me because she's like you can't just say that i'm like well i said everybody dies it's like yeah. like the book when they're kids like everybody poops did you ever see no, I don't. I didn't <laughs> there's a book called everybody poops everybody there, there is like that's one truth in life that everybody will die it's you know it's just a fact of life but um but we don't have to be afraid of that being our roadblock Correct. now if you don't do anything 
you're not setting yourself yeah. up for success. But if you don't do anything in life in general, like again, you go you go into a doctor's office, you get the diagnosis, and then you just sit and wallow. Well, then why'd you even go to the doctor? Because yeah. you would have been, <laughs> you were the same person going into the doctor's office as you were coming out. That's your famous saying. I know, because I think it's so true. I read it in that book, Shaky Hands. I thought it was great. It is, it is great. I have a lot to say right now. Say it. Because, okay, so the other thing I was going to say, um, so I told you how I gave that presentation at Ohio State. For, the one you did an amazing job at. It, it was it was okay. It was good. Um, but one of the things that I talked about there is nobody knows what their life expectancy or what that what tomorrow looks like all right um you know you don't want to live every day like oh tomorrow i could get hit by a bus but it's if you have if you're the best you are today use it and then know that you'll continue along that path because you're not going to change we're not um did what's like degrade like what's going down like degrading or not degrading what do i want to say degenerative it's a neurodegenerative disorder, but it's like, so we're not, we're not going down right. ev like maybe a little bit every day, but you don't see it. Yeah. And that, that's the one thing I, that drove me crazy when I, one of the things that drove me crazy, everybody say, well, that's, that's a, speak. that's a degenerative disease. So you're going to slowly go get worse. So mm -hmm. today is the best it's going to get. I'm like, no, nah, there's good days and bad days. There's days you can't tell I have Parkinson's and there's days you can tell I have it. You know, yeah, but it's not like it just today is gonna be so much better than tomorrow or tomorrow, you know, so much yeah. gonna be so much worse. That's not true. It's just that is actually true. And I didn't think of it until you just said that because I would always say, like, this is you know, I'm gonna be my best today because you know, every day takes a little bit away from you. But I was diagnosed three years ago, and I would say last year was like a really shitty year for me. I am so much better this year than I was last year. I think you are too. <laughs> you, you, you're fun to be around this year. Oh, thanks. Was I not fun last year? <laughs> no, oh, no okay. I'm just awesome. joking. <laughs> you weren't fun at all, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm <never> fun. <laughs> and now you're a hoot. Um, but no, honestly, last year, you know, my I wasn't I wasn't being true to myself and to my doctor about how my medication was affecting me. I deprioritized exercise because work was getting in the way um it just those things were off and then once i got those two areas right you know taking the right medication in the, the right 5k time, the motivation from that yeah that's true i mean having all of that you support. know support and people backing you up and yeah. our community growing because we're being outspoken about it I think it's helping, but I got to be honest. I think prioritizing the exercise and taking my medic, the right medication at the right time. Yeah, and that that's important. Like I said, we've talked a lot about that medication. Like the, we were talking beforehand, the first year and a half, I didn't take any medication. I got to the point where I was so stiff. I you could, didn't take anything, even like a dopamine agonist or no, anything. Nothing. And I had a great neurologist. He said, "You tell me when you're ready for medication." Do you agree with that? Yeah, because you know I think a lot of us try to push it off with the stereotypes of. You know, the longer I can go without it, the longer, you know, I do take it longer to last or, mm -hmm. you know, take place. And... I mean, do you wish you would have taken it sooner? No. Nah. Really? I do. I had, to, I had to figure, I had to learn my lesson. 
you know, the hard way. Were you like the kid that you always had to learn the lesson the hard way? Yeah, you know, like I had to realize that this wasn't going to, the medication wasn't going to make it worse. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what, that's what I wish. And that's actually going to be in one of our uh, segments. I can't wait. I know, it's going to be good. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, so Parkinson's is just a detour in not life. A, not a roadblock. Not a roadblock. It's a roadblock until you turn around, then it's a detour. So in our last 30 seconds, I'll leave you with this. If you've been diagnosed with Parkinson's or know somebody who has, the first thing they're gonna think of is things like, will I be in a wheelchair in a year? Is my life expectancy shortened because of this disease? There's things out there, resources that you can have them read, like the Parkinson's Foundation or Michael J. Fox Foundation. But just remind them or remind yourself, let yourself know that Parkinson's should be looked at as just a detour in your life, not a roadblock. Thanks. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.